Crypto here once again, and today I'm going to hit you with some projects that I think kind of, well, I have a good enough understanding to give you what direction I think they're going in. Are they gems? Are they maybe unproven? Or are they something that we're just a little too early for that may or may not have a, have a moment later this year? So I think this is important because sometimes if we just talk about what already happened, like what happened this week, what exploded this week, then we may or may not ever stop ourselves from just chasing the FOMO. Instead, sometimes it's good to revisit projects or evaluate a project after it explodes and think of a strategy to get back in or check out a project that is a ways away from being complete but has serious potential. So without further ado, let's get into it. So first off, I just want to let you know how I'm starting my morning every single day with a cup of coffee. I basically jump onto this site called DAP Radar. Now, currently it's got its coordinates set to games and the blockchain Binance Smart Chain. So I've been watching this every single day. I've been checking out which you know projects are newer and have grown to the number two, three, four spot, and then which projects have kind of dropped off a bit, right? So then I have reasons to research because I can say, okay, this project dropped off. Why did it drop off? Oh, okay, I can see that its token has been dropping, or maybe people have just been selling, 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 selling the tokens, and maybe an update has occurred, or maybe an update's in the wings. It kind of just gives me reasons to research. Similarly, I do the same with the ones that have been successful and seeing why they have been successful. Then I'll switch it up to seven days and look at a bigger picture because NFT games this last few weeks, they've been literally playing leapfrog against each other. When one releases, they have this huge jump, maybe for a few days, then they have this huge dip or vice versa. Maybe they have a huge jump for a few weeks and then they start to decline and then you want to pick your spots of re-entry, similar to any other kind of investing strategy. Then you look at the 30 day and you realize, oh, okay, some of these guys haven't been around for 30 days, so we can't count them. And then the ones that have been around for 30 days have been holding their spots up top, which ones have been around for 30 days that haven't even been seen before. Maybe it's time to fully cross these off the list. And which ones are kind of in the middle? And then the ones that haven't been around for 30 days? Well, if we look, the growth was quite exceptional for the ones that have been around for 30 days. Maybe that's an opportunity in the wings. So without further ado, this is where I think a lot of people get caught. Now, when you go to games, sometimes you miss out on NFT collectibles. Okay. Listen, put these on your radar as well. Okay. I'm thinking of doing a top five collectible category blockchain dApps in the future, because even though some of these have games in them, for some reason, dApp radar and other blockchain uh, research tools, you know, they categorize them as collectibles. Okay. Collectibles and games both have NFTs usually, or they should, at least on my channel, they will. And it's interesting because they have NFTs. I'm in, I'm all for it. So without further ado, Polychain Monsters currently is, has, has a price of $14.37. Now let's go to the 90 day and just see when it was released, when it when it came out, things of that nature. So we had a release date of March 21st, $57, just really began to drop 
pretty much the opposite of what we've seen with a lot of games kind of hit this nice consolidation to plateau the market cap is still only about 41 million i've heard about this a lot on my channel i think that they've done a unique enough a job or a interesting enough job to be in the running and be talked about this was one that i was never really particularly bullish on until a few subscribers asked me to research it a bit more so i ran through everything on their website once i did a video while running through it the second time and it intrigued me. It intrigued me due to it trying to basically create these IDO tickets that you can earn by playing the game. And you can go right here on the Polychain Monsters website and look at the game mechanics. Um, for example, you can win IDO participation tickets. I thought this was a very unique idea to not give away value or deflate the token through token rewards. However, still uh, incentivize people and in a very profitable way. I mean, IDOs can be very profitable. However, they what Polychain Monsters needs to do to be successful at this is to be known for picking great projects that they're giving IDO tickets away for. Um, I believe that this is important because if they pick a launch pad, they say they could do this a few different ways. So let's say that they're giving tickets away to participate in a launch pad because with certain launch pads, you have to hold the tokens to participate in the launch of a project. Um, I know like, for example, the B launch, you have to have B power, which is an NFT that you have to buy first. I know for, let's say even something like, uh, what's that one? Polka starter, you had to have Polka, you know, um, tokens to participate in their launch projects. So what Polychain Monsters needs to do is either pick launch pads or give IDO participation tickets away in actual projects, more on an individual basis. I like the method of doing it with launch pads and bypassing whatever the cost of entry is because that gives people the ability to pick how much they want to enter into the IDO. Maybe there's a limit on the ticket. And this is a great idea. It just needs to be done properly, in my opinion, for it to really work. And if they're giving IDO tickets away that really are just cash grabs to incentivize users to use their game, but the 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 uh, IDOs like suck or they're subpar, then people will will sniff that out and they will not be as bullish on Polychain Monsters. So I think it's a very they need to be careful about this because whenever you're not giving away money as a play to earn game, you, you do need to be very careful to make sure that the value you are giving away matches your competitors. Um, in my opinion, construct buildings and start companies, create your own playverse as a home for your Polymon. So there's a bunch of reasons why I'm bullish on this. You can also stake your NFTs or stake your Pmon tokens. Uh, it's interesting. And I wouldn't say that I'm super bullish on it yet. I'd say that I'm watching. I might one booster pack to get one Polymon is quite expensive compared to some other projects, but at their low, especially. But it's currently costing around $14.41 to open up one booster pack. There's different rarities and traits that you can get, and you may get lucky and get something super rare that you can sell on the market for quite a while. So without further ado, moving on. Next up, we have Mist. Now, I was reading this article on Miss. Miss to launch play to earn MMORPG game with a GameFi integrated NFT marketplace. Obviously, super bullish on this kind of concept. If we go back and look at how Miss has performed, let's go back like 180 days. Let's look big picture. So we saw that it was 
coming out, let's just double double check, because sometimes people say, say things to me in the comments, like, oh, you should have gone back to max instead of 180, because there was a month to, to check out. But, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So they started pretty low at about eight cents. And then, you know, either this was just a, an actual just pump with the market in May, or it could have conversely been something to do with some news that they had or a partnership or a huge video or a buy alert from a somebody. It doesn't look like a pre-sale type of event, but I could be wrong too. We can always, if we dive, dive a little deeper into this project, we can look at the history of it. And um, that'd be a cool decentralized app is like a, like this, like DapRadar, like a tool for researching is like a documentation of histories and updates for different apps that you can just search an app and look at all the documentations, all the sites that would post about it, all the YouTubers. Um, all right, let's move on. So, because we're going to need to know our history, that's really important in making wise decisions. We got to know our history. So, this looks super VR-y. This looks really Ready Player One-ish. This looks like multiple different themes and encourages, you know, picking a character and adding your own personality to it through clothing, through skins probably, through abilities even. I, I'm pretty bullish on something like this. It's going to have a play-to-earn marketplace. I'm sure it's going to be like you can win certain you know items that are, have valuable that have value the more that you play it and the better you are at the game. I'm sure you're going to be able to probably buy in to like be stronger and more powerful. But um, it would be cool if there was a real true play-to-earn game that was not rewarding people for... But that's impossible, actually. That's like very idealistic. Or I just don't know. It's not impossible. Nothing's impossible. But the problem that I think these games will run into with the original gaming community, and I'm not saying Mist will. Maybe they have a plan for this. But imagine like being basically having a lot of wealth, right? And you just want to get into this game and play at the highest level for either social status reasons because your friends are playing, or just because you know that there's play-to-earn rewards and the higher level you are, the more passive income you can make. Then that person, if they can just buy their way to the top, which will happen, I'm sure, first of all, they deserve it because they exchanged the real value and put it into the ecosystem. So they're rewarded in that through having to skip a lot of the you know, lower end part of the game where you're just building up experience, learning the game so on and so forth, but I know original gamers probably won't like that as much, but I mean, I think, I think games will have to come up with unique ways to balance how much is this pay-to-play-to-earn and how much is this play-to-earn, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, I'm bullish on the Miss token, they just had this, this, um, this article, you guys, I'll link it in the bottom, you guys should read the whole thing, it talks about all, all the features of Miss. it talks about you know, what it is, the marketplace, um, how immersive it will be, things of that nature, their NFT shopping, things of that nature. And it's already live. Okay, so it's been live since August 6th. So you guys can go and check it out. But 
on that note, let's move on. So other than this, something that's hit my radar and I'm not gonna vouch for it in this video because I'm still researching, is this token called JoJo. The reason why is because it looks very well done, first of all. It looks very similar to Yushi. And I remember quite a few games, like my belief, okay, this may sound crazy, is that one of the games from the top 10 most valuable builders on Binance Smart Chain, whether it be, you know, My DeFi Pet, whether it be World X Games, whether it be um, Crypto Blades, will surpass Axie Infinity. And the reason why I believe this is because these teams have made it very known, especially My DeFi Pet, that they're going to be creating a very easy to use mobile version of their game making it extremely mainstream and why i am why am i telling you this because what's been done successful in the past can always be replaced by a newer fresher brighter and more i guess powerful team of people okay this is why i like zoo crypto still look I know what people are going to say. They're going to say, well, Mobox is, is the original. Why would you ever like Zoo Crypto? I'm giving Zoo Crypto a chance strategically, guys. You can make more on a newer version of something if you're earlier into it. I'm not saying Zoo is a better product than Mobox. Mobox has incredible partnerships. What I am saying is to give these secondary projects a chance if they look like they're legit and they're trying to work towards something and they're tweaking some of the features or trying to fix some of the early mistakes that these tokenomics may have had, I will give it a chance. And why am I saying that? Because JoJo being similar to Yushi, Axie, maybe the old, maybe my DeFi pet, I know this is a bold claim, will be the new and surpass Axie if they can master play to earn mechanics that really give people who've invested it in their products a chance to earn a good amount of money per their investment okay so Jojo similar to Yushi is a place where you can buy NFTs okay you can open up blind boxes you can basically mint new NFTs and you can mine the Jojo token 61.46 of the total Jojo supply has been burned by the black hole 136,000 addresses are holding Jojo. 47,000 Twitter followers. Now, I don't really care about this metric, to be honest, because a lot of times you'll see projects that are early buy followers, and then 48,000 Telegram members. What I would recommend is to just put this on your radar. Let's look at the charts, okay? So if we look at the 180 day, this has only been around since the 27th of July, super early we can see that 61% of the supply being burned is pretty huge, guys, and girls, of course. So we can see it's had a steady increase, and if we look at the percentages since the first 14 days, it was up 120%. Now let's look at its, my comparison is Yushi. Let's look at 180. Okay, so this is the thing that's different from these charts, or at least it's too early to tell. Within the first two days of Yushi being available in May, it started to dump. JoJo, quite the opposite. Where's JoJo? Oh, okay, I, I forgot that. 
typed in Yushi where my JoJo chart was. I mean, does this look like a drop to you guys and girls? Or does it look like since it's been released, it's been rising? This is where I'd open up that history tool and just see what they did. Um, something I'm looking at as a passive income investment, something that I'm just getting now started and acclimated with, something I wanted to put on your radar before anybody, anybody else might, so on and so forth. All right, so next up, something I've been vouching for since about $1 is ApeSwap. ApeSwap just made a huge headline with stating that one of their non-fungible apes is worth about $3 million. So that's a really nice house. That's like a moderate house in the Hamptons. <laughs> it's like a really nice house in a lot of places. Okay. So their NFT values have just been... I guess this is a chart of their NFT values, and you can see that they've just been going way, way up. As you can see, CZ Binance Ape, CZ's over here on this guy, and then this, this Ape, you can see that this is obviously CZ, and he's buying the Ape, so obviously that's a huge thing. I mean, this is, a, this is definitely a picture that you guys should trust, because if CZ's doing it, then, I mean, he's the CEO of Binance, so he's probably pretty smart. But um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is obviously photoshopped. Uh, ApeSwap. Let's see what it's at now. So since a dollar, I've been saying, "Hey guys, ApeSwap, legit." Took me a bit to get into it. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. But once it hit that most valuable builders top ten list, I was sold. This is where I want to start a lot more farms. I did a really great video for you yield farmers out there. Tell me what you think if you're like a pro yield farmer because I picked a bunch of farms that I think are quality farms to have all together. And it's in this video, top DeFi BSC yield farms and pools. And the reason why I, stra I strategized it, so I had some games in there for crypto winter. I also just had some, you know, really nice looking like 25 to 50% farms of like Ethereum, Bitcoin, and I had talked about ApeSwap and BuySwap. So go check that out. So another thing I want to put on your radar is that the Most Valuable Builder Phase 3 will be happening soon. So the announcement of Most Valuable Builder three Phase 3, I want to be following the whole time. Basically what this means is the next leg of Most Valuable Builders on the Binance Smart Chain. Uh, we can always find some really great projects. Um, through this competition and maybe you guys can check it out by yourself and let me know what you think in the comments but I'm super excited for the next phase as some really interesting projects were found I've also just let you know that I'm super excited for Cardano to have smart contracts I think September the end of September will be a really fun month for us to look at and I'll, I'll be showing you guys how to get onto Cardano and start using their decentralized apps as soon as they're available it's finally becoming real I'm very excited for that. I'm not sure how that's going to affect these other ecosystems because personally, I use a bunch of different blockchains even today. Like I'm on Wax selling NFTs. I'm on freaking Polygon. I'm, I'm doing some yield farming over there. I'm, I'm doing some gaming NFT games over there. I'm on Binance Smart Chain for some stuff. So it really, uh, I'm going to try to make my channel as like non-exclusive as possible and just try to find some great opportunities. A lot of the buzz is in Binance Smart Chain. 
So why should why am I gonna pass on Drake Ball? This is my way to end the video. So the reason why I'm gonna pass on Drake Ball, and this could be a video that I look back at and say that this is a huge mistake, is because I remember when Binomars came out, right? And I got in wicked early on Binomars. I was super happy about it. But Drake Ball was one I missed, okay? And maybe you missed it too. If you didn't, congratulations. Okay, it obviously did pretty well, I would say. If we look from this chart, it looks like CoinGecko doesn't go any farther back than August 9th. But I'm sure that there's other places that we could go and check out a lower price than $12. I'm sure, I mean, I mean I'm sure because the pre-sale price was 33 cents, okay? Now, the reason why I'm going to pass on Greek Ball, not only do I, do I love Dragon Ball Z, first of all, okay, I love it. But I also think that this looks very, you know, fun and something that I could easily relate to. The problem is, I'm just afraid that they're going to get some copyright kind of infringement here. And I don't know enough about that stuff. But I know that if ever I saw a project that was in trouble with copyright type of deals, it was this one, man. <laughs> now, I'm not trying to FUD, okay? And if I got in earlier, like I said, I would have I would have just, you know, messed around with it, whatever. We'll see what happens. But currently it costs like 20 Drake Ball tokens, D-Ball tokens they're, they're called, to buy one capsule to start the game, okay? And right now that's like 200 bucks. So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying not only do I feel like I'm getting in at the top or maybe even not as early as I would like, but I'd rather save my money and invest in a different project or just hodl Cardano right now, to be honest with you guys, that's kind of what I'm doing. Maybe adding to some yield farms, taking some profits here and there from some projects that are a little bit more risky. But uh, that's why I'm gonna pass on this. However, if you guys wanna see a review on it or you wanna see something done on it, then maybe I'll revisit it. But currently it's just, I'm gonna pass, man. I don't pass a lot, just so you know. I really don't. I just, you know, I, why? You know, why get into it? If they formed a partnership with Dragon Ball, if they even changed their name and were still successful and stopped the Dragon Ball thing, maybe. But, I mean, it's it's so close, guys. They have the Super Saiyans. They got Vegeta out there. I don't know, man. I'm kind of a little bit, a little bit wary until I, what I will do though, is I'll watch closely to see what happens. So that way I know what's going to happen in the future to a project that looks like this. And maybe that's what we should do. Build our own history books. Because this is a once in a lifetime real thing that's ever happened. In fact, this might be a once in forever type thing. It's crypto. It's changing the world. So without further ado, guys and girls, of course, we got 10,000 subscribers by September. That's the goal. Uh, maybe this is the video to do it. As always, this is Jay Crypto. I'm out.